Welcome to Talk Purpose and Truth, shifting you into higher consciousness, a show that elevates, uplifts, and encourages listeners to grow, heal, awaken, and evolve. Eden and Kim include bold topics, interviews with inspiring guests, experts, and celebrities, intuitive readings, channeled messages, mental health awareness, and hot topics to expand your awareness. Tune in for unprecedented truth, authenticity, on-purpose discussions, and magical moments. So before we go into our episode, I just wanted to give a shout out to a nonprofit that I found out about that I really believe in. I would like to talk about the importance of volunteering. Now more than ever, there's people in need. And I know a lot of you that listen want a way to give back and giving back also makes you feel happy, feel better, feel inspired. Whether you have one hour or 15 hours, Volunteer Network OC makes volunteering easy. And I have the director of operations here, Maria Galasso, to tell you more about it. Hi, Maria. Hi, Kim. Thank you so much. Uh, Volunteer Network OC brings volunteers together with nonprofit organizations in Orange County, helping individuals and families in extreme uh, poverty or experiencing homelessness. We have a free app available at Google Play or the App Store. All you have to do is download the free app and register, then search events, and with one click, you're signed up and ready to volunteer. Volunteer Network OC provides a platform designed to simplify the process of connecting volunteers with local community groups who provide shelter, food, clothing, and other basic necessities to people in need. Download our app today and see how easy it is to volunteer. It's a great way for our Southern California listeners to give back and a great way for families to get together and volunteer together which is amazing, Um, especially, you know, during the holidays and after and during this crazy pandemic. It's just such a needed thing right now in the world. So thank you, Maria. I'm sure so many people will be signing up today. Can you remind us of how to find the app? You go to either Google Play or the App Store. And it's very, it's, it's free, by the way, and just easy to download. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. And one more shout out before we start our episode, I wanted to tell you all about the person I get my jewelry crystals and stones from. It's Yolanda Martinez. She's been on our show before. She's one of my dear friends. And I seriously order like 70% of my jewelry, my stones and crystals that protect your energy. Yolanda, tell us a little bit more. Well, hello. Yes, let me tell you about our generous stones. I have some rose quartz, and you know what that's good for? Love and happiness in your heart. Um, some turquoise, tiger eye, freshwater pearls, abalone, a little bit of this and a little bit of that, um, and much more. And we have our metals, which are gold, silver, rose gold, hematite, a little bit of everything. Whether you want it to be earrings, a necklace, bracelets, or a couple of rings on your fingers, whatever it may be. Yes, or gifts for somebody, right? Definitely. You can find it all on my website, www.myparklane slash Yolanda Martinez. Awesome. You can find her on social media under Yolanda Martinez. Thanks, Yolanda. 
Thanks, Kim. Hey, everyone. Welcome. Talk, Purpose, and Truth. It's Kim. Hey, Eden. Hi, Kim. How's it going? Really good. Happy yeah. holidays, everyone out there. Yes. Uh, my family's been been in the holiday spirit for already like a month now. <laughs> um, yeah. We start early, so it's it's been very happy and cheery, and it matches well with the guests that we're going to introduce today, so I'm excited for that. Yeah, we had our holiday, Hanukkah, um, right after Thanksgiving. Oh, I know. So, early, huh? mm -hmm. Yeah, very, very early. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so, one thing after another. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I would love people, our audience, to send in how they're celebrating. And, you know, this year is a lot happier because a lot more people can be brought together and go out and do things. And so mm -hmm. um, I'm seeing a lot of that. We, we've been to a lot of plays like Hamilton and, and My Fair Lady and Mamma Mia. And uh, it's nice to just see people out, you know, in, enjoying theater and concerts and things like that safely, of course. Oh, yes. I know. It's very different than the vibe last year. Yeah. So I, I feel really good about that. And I hope everybody out there is happy, healthy and safe. Yes. I'm going to go right into introducing our guests, our special guest today. Mm -hmm. And it's it's beautiful because she's actually friends with two guests that we've had on the show that have been very popular episodes, Erin um, Cottrell and Brianna Brown. And so um, this is Alexis Cara. And then how, Alexis, how do you pronounce your new, newer uh, yes, last yes. Well, hi, everybody. I'm happy to hear that everyone loved Aaron and Brianna because they're two of my dearest friends. Um, yeah, so I am a Latina. And so my maiden name is Alexis Garra, C-A-R-R-A. So with the two R's together, you roll the R. And my husband, yeah, and my husband, who I've been married with this year, six years, um, he, his father's from Spain. And so our last name is actually from a little town in Spain that this is the only region where this name is from. And it's a little town in Spain called Algemesi. And the pronunciation is Quirbes. 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 Yeah. Wow, very good. so exotic. Alexis Carrag. Well, <laughs> I, I, I like to think of myself that way, but, but, um, but thank you for validating me. Aww. <laughs> Aww. Yeah, um, and, and then it, your your son is so cute, and and you know the mixed kids are always so cute. I have to say for myself, <laughs> I know that's yeah. right. Your your children are gorgeous, and and it it actually it kind of fits in because this movie, um, not to steal your thunder of your introduction, but this movie is about a, a Latin family uh, at Christmas time, which Disney oh. hasn't ever done a Christmas movie in a while, and they haven't done a movie centered around a Latina family. Or la That's Latinx amazing. Family. Oh my gosh. Progress. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Progress being made. Yeah. That's so That's funny cool. because my last name, um, my husband is Honduran and a little bit German and his last name is Egelsey and it's this little teeny town in Austria. And so the weird thing is his dad never knew because of his strange upbringing, his father never knew if he was part German or part Austrian. So oh, we wow. think it could be Austrian because Egelsey is an area of Austria. So it's oh, wow. really, it's interesting. We don't know. <laughs> Isn't that what's amazing about this country is people like found their way here, you know, generations. And then we have this melting pot. That's what I love about it. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, just to further introduce Alexis, um, she is an actor, dancer, choreographer, and she's co-founder of Broadway Arts Community. 
And she stars in the new Disney Disney Channel and Disney Plus movie Christmas Again, which is coming out this month. So we're really excited for that. And we're going to ask you about the other things that you've been in as well. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for that fabulous introduction. Yeah. And um, if you haven't caught the movie, it's um, it's it's out December 3rd. So, um, yeah, we're we're super excited. Uh, super proud of it um, because not only does it capture like the, the, the spirit of holidays, like what you're talking about, getting in with the holiday music and the vibe it's set in Chicago. So it has that, mm. um, you know, wintry feeling to it, but it really is about a, um, a family that the dynamic has changed in the family. I play a mom of two teenage daughters and I'm divorced from my husband, which is also a really different thing for Disney to do. So it's kind of a, it's about a family whose dynamic has changed and we are um, still celebrating coming together. And so the whole premise of the movie is kind of like Groundhog's Day. So it's if you liked the Bill Murray Groundhog's Day movie, it's movie, it's Christmas Day over and over and over again, which is why it's called oh Christmas my Again. And it really is about <laughs> the, the, the star of the film, Scarlett Estevez. She goes through a journey of learning how to accept and love her her new the new version of her family in this changed transformed way by Christmas repeating again and again and again so it's a really fun like it's it's a silly crazy shenanigans type movie but then it has like all this heart to it and a lot of love and holiday magic and so I just love it it's a good movie that sounds amazing. So. And I think that people will like, we're the kind of family that watch the same Christmas movies every year. So it's going to be one of those. I bet that people just watch every single year. I think it might. Cause it really is different. I mean, it's, 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 it's got the things of a Christmas movie that you want. It's got all the similar, the things, you know, the same things you want with the holiday cheer and, and the fun, but then it has this element to it of like, Oh, this is a lot of people deal with families dealing with, um, divorce or just just reconfigured or you know modern families if you will and so I, I just really love that Disney has taken that and then all of the Latina for me the Latin um, Latinx traditions like we've got different food that's talked about in the in the movie and we even I don't want to spoil too many things but um, I got to start opposite Priscilla Lopez who is a Broadway uh, legend. She was the original uh, Diana Morales in A Chorus Line oh, wow. on Broadway, the original. Oh, wow. And so I got to, I get, I, we get to sing together in the film. So if you haven't seen that's it, you'll get to hear huge. it. That's huge. Oh my sing gosh. Together. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's fun. Um, but yeah, so it has all the this Latin, the Latin elements in it too, with the food and, and, um, and some of the flavor. So it's really cool. So that's special awesome. you got to be a part of that. Very much so. I was very happy to be a part of of this new venture for Disney and to be able to play a mom and a Latin mom. And, and I, yeah. I get to play like a working mom, too. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Did it take place? I know you said it took place in Chicago. Did you film there, too? Mm -hmm, we did. We filmed last fall. And um, basically, my last day of filming was December. I flew out on December 24th. Oh, wow. So we just made it. Yep. Um, and we, we were shooting during COVID. And just like getting tested regularly and really being safe outside of uh, really thinking of the, the family, the film set as our family. And um, yeah, and we made it and, uh, and we filmed in Chicago on location at a, at a family home that was incredible in Chicago. Mm -hmm. And it was really easy to get into the spirit of it because even though Chicago was kind of shut down at the time, 
the lights of Michigan Avenue lights were up mm. and the Hancock building was lit and the Wrigley building, like all those lights were up and mm-hmm. Chicago just has such a special feel around the holidays, like New York. Mm-hmm. So it was awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. I place. can't wait to watch it. You <laughs> yeah. know, and Noella, my daughter, Noella, um, she had a consulting call with Alexis where she helped her kind of get clearer on what she wants to do with college and what she wants to do for a living. And you really helped her decide like, okay, I want to do more Hispanic roles. I want to do more film. Um, awesome. She wasn't, she was kind of on the fence a little more about like Broadway and right. you know um, TV and stuff. And you just, you really inspired her a lot. Oh, well, thank you. That makes me, that's, that's, that's what I love to hear. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, that that's what I do with my company, Broadway Arts Community. We are, um, we really are a mentorship. Like we're myself and Chrissy, my co-founder, we're mentors, and we like to think of each person as and each artist as an individual artist, and that they have this journey, and we're just getting getting each person at a little slice of their journey, and how can we be a part of it? You know. So I'd love to check back in with her. I have to. I'll have to reconnect with her because that was that was during COVID. That was a yeah, that was like, yeah. She's oh, able probably... to do. She's she just did um, six shows of Titanic at her high school. Awesome. Um, so she's in it. You know, she's auditioning for Cabaret next, and so she's. It's so nice to see them on stage again I and know. not you know not be able to um, feel like oh I get to do it, but there's ten people in the audience now. It actually is like a full theater, but we're just careful, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, it just makes you really appreciate it in such a different way. I mean, I don't think I will ever take for granted stepping into a studio or stepping, you know, I just recently filmed some stuff for my choreography and just like feeling lights again on my face. Like I was just like, oh, it's just, it just, it really, um, it adds a, a, a certain, you know, magic to it that I, I has, I've always felt, but now it just feels even extra special just from having been away, especially from theater for so long. So it's definitely a goal of mine to get back on Broadway. I've always wanted to play Roxy in Chicago on Broadway. So I don't know. I think it's going to happen sometime soon. I feel like it's, it's coming. Is that um, who Erica Jane played? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The woman on um, Housewives of Beverly Hills. I don't think I saw her do it. There's lots of different Roxy's. Yeah. They, they bring, they bring, they usually bring celebrities in to play Roxy, but I'm like, no, yeah. I'm getting there. I'm getting yeah. there. You You're qualify. Somebody. <laughs> yeah. And Lisa Rinna, I think played that played her. Hmm. on Broadway. Yeah, Christy, okay. Christy Brinkley, Brooke Shields. Yeah. There's been like uh, Melanie Griffith. They've had big, big mm-hmm. stars play Roxy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're going to get there too. Yeah. yeah and then I we'll, will. It's We'll come attend yes. it. Yes. Come <laughs> get a date. girls weekend in New York. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. So, you know, backing up a little bit, going back to um, maybe your childhood, you were raised by mm-hmm. both parents being psychologists, psychiatrists. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So my mom's a psychologist and my dad's a psychiatrist. Okay. Um, my mom really was kind of the primary, uh, was the primary caretaker. I'm, let me, let me rephrase. My mom was working, but my dad wasn't really around so much. And my dad is sort of, um, you know, uh, he had some things that he hadn't worked out in his childhood. And so that led him to some trauma. And I think mm-hmm. that he just had a lot of unresolved stuff. And so 
I, I, I don't have a relationship with my dad. I okay. anymore, I haven't for a while, but, um, mm. I think it's sort of fueled me in, a. it's it sent me, that's been part of my journey of healing and sent me into, especially the type of man that I wanted to partner with, um, the type of person. Um, and my husband is like, just everything that I would have wanted in a partner, especially as a father, but yes, but my mom was a psychologist and that was an interesting house. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of, uh, I mean, it was amazing, but it was also sometimes challenging with like analyzing and. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You, the way you're describing it sounds a lot like my um, house with my kids right now, but um, I'm not a psychologist, but I have a, I'm in a field similar and I, they always tell me I pick, I analyze too much. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I, I'm trying not to anymore, but yeah, I get that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. My kids are used to talking about their feelings all the time. Sometimes they're like, okay, mom. <laughs> yeah. Kim, how old are your kids again? So you've got Noella, um, she's a junior. Nine or... and 15. Right. Yeah. 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 That's it. Yeah. You could, I mean, I'm just starting, my son is almost two. And so we're just starting to, he's, and he's so intense and like, you know, it's like, we're just starting to try to say, okay, I know you're mad. Like, I'm what do you to, feel? Yeah. How are you feeling like, you know, it's like, it, it's, we're in that phase, like you said, yeah, between two and three. How, you know, what's crazy is that I look back at, um, like little diaries I had of describing them then. And then now I go back and they have the same, it's like, you already know their personality. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh well, yeah. Thank you for sharing that personal story about your family, yeah, because that's at, at, on our podcast, that's we like to talk about mostly. Yeah. Um, yeah it's just, yeah. you know, the, uh, real, getting real with people. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah so th that's, that's what we want people to be able to relate to the people that we have on the show. So it was really great that you shared that. I know there's so many people out there that can relate. And that reminded me of your, the, the film that's coming out because yeah, the little girl has to adjust. Yeah. Yeah. She, she, she does. And it's, uh, there's some pretty like real moments in the movie, especially one in particular where she kind of comes like tumbling down on her when she realizes that her mom and dad are not going to get back together. Um, it's a very real moment in for her and Scarlett is, and like, she's literally one of the best actors I've ever worked with. And she's 13. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's just incredible. Um, and, uh, and it's a, it's a moment that, I think a lot of kids will, will relate to for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. So how, uh, aside from that, how did you get into acting? You know, my mom put me in a dance class when I was two and a half because I had all these emotions and like, I was very performative and I haven't looked back since then. Like I literally walked in, she took me to this dance studio at two and a half and I was with the same dance studio and dance teachers until I was 18 when I graduated and went to college. And it is just a part of the fabric of my soul to be a performer and a dancer. And now like having woven it into not just dance, but acting and TV and film and, and that portion. And now as an educator, um, and I call myself a, a, an artistic educator because it really is like, as you know, you guys are life coaches, right? So it's like, you really just how you kind of get, get to know someone and then guide, but you know, coaching is different from like directing someone. So it's such a, it's so fulfilling 
or like telling someone what to do or giving advice. You know, it's really like being a channel for somebody to help have their own breakthroughs. And I do really feel like that's what I get to do now with all the experience I've had. So, but yeah, I got into act to, to, to dancing because my mom just, I had all this energy and all this like expression and these emotions. And she said, I would say things to her like, but I have to feel it. I have to feel it. Like everything <laughs> is just so intense. And my kid is the exact same way. How exact. Cute. <laughs> get him yeah. into acting improv <laughs> oh I'm like I'm gonna get him into sports or something gotta channel it but but yeah yeah so and I haven't I really have not I've never really stopped dancing when I don't dance for a while like I start to feel like a, a non-version of myself I'm like I need to move my body and and, and express myself through movement yeah yeah I remember I, I met you for the first time through Pina De Rosa mm-hmm. when she would have those events that were really wonderful. And I remember going, you just could, it, it exuded out of your pores mm-hmm. that you were a dancer. Like you could just mm-hmm. like see that about you. Thank so you. it's really awesome. Yeah. And then you, I remember also watching you on um, the show Mixology that mm-hmm. came on right before Modern Family, which what a cool time for a show to come on. Um, yeah. Yeah. So talk about that. What was that like being on that show? I know there was a lot of people like my husband was just saying this morning, like, oh, my secretary, um, that was her favorite show, you know? So um, yeah, it was yeah. Awesome. It, it's funny because it feels like it was so long ago. And, and it, I, in some ways it was, it feels like a lifetime ago. It was it, what was cool about that experience. It was the first time I was ever a series regular on a TV show. So getting to play a character like over the course of 13 episodes. And it was created by the guys who wrote The Hangover. Oh, and mm-hmm. I yeah, should have watched so, it then. I yeah, you know, right? I, think it's, I think it's on like you can get it on iTunes or um, I don't know. I don't exactly know what it's on anymore. It was on Netflix for a while, but I don't think it's on anymore. Oh. But um, but I also was was funny as I was a mom. I was the I was the single mom of the of the group, and the whole show took place in one night. So what's super weird is I this thread keeps following me of like mixology took place all in one night and I was in the same like outfit every 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 episode there were a few flashbacks and then Christmas again all took place in one night it's like so crazy I keep going and of course in theater like you you know you're you're doing the same thing eight shows a week so it's like I just have this like ability I guess to sort of live in that space from years of doing of, of doing theater but um yeah, it was a it was a really amazing job. Very very hard job because I had never done anything like it, and it was like a crash course in learning how to be on set, how to prepare, how to understand how to take care of my mental health. Um, and I was young. I was like it was 2013. I'm I'm 40 now, so it's 2021. So it was a while ago. Like I still really did. I feel like at 40, I'm just now starting to own and understand who I am like at 40. So I'm like, I'm like, I think I can say that I'm an adult now at 40. Yeah. This is the first year that I feel like I can say that and own it. I get it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and it's a very freeing feeling, um, to be honest, turning 40 has been like the best thing yet. And it's been a hard year in a lot of ways, but um, an, an incredible, incredible learning year. I was just telling Kim before we started rolling that I feel like this has been the first year for your listeners who are balancing like mom life and work life. The first year that I've really understood what it's like to be a working mom, because last year was like a little bubble of COVID and it was, mm-hmm. I was working, 
but it was just like, I don't know. I didn't have the same kind of hustle. So this year it's been like the hustle and the balancing the childcare and cooking and just like normal life mom. Yeah. And I was like, I'm like, Oh wow. I can't believe my mom did this for 18 years. Like, <laughs> Oh my God. Like I remember when I had my first, I think within a month, I ended up calling my mom saying how grateful I was for everything she did. And I finally understand. And she was just like loving that to hear all of this is like vindication. But yeah, I I was like one of the the hardest. I was a hard child. And she's like, yes, (laughs) you finally get it. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, she must be very proud of you now. She's like, oh, okay. She is. (laughs) Yeah. 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 You don't get it until like before I had babies, I thought I would know and I'm like oh I'll be doing this this and this and this and then you get there and you're like oh my gosh it's nothing like I imagined no yeah it's like dressing up like doll or something that's what we picture (laughs) yeah that's what I I know (laughs) but it's all it's all worth it and I you're better than me Alexis because I didn't feel like I grew up till I was 42 that was like the year I turned 42 and all of a sudden I was like Oh, I feel like I understand myself more, you know, so oh, amazing. it does take yeah. a while. <laughs> it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It'll get even better. That's what I hear. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so Broadway, you've done a lot of Broadway productions. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So just, I know you said you wanted to go back one day. Um, mm-hmm. How long ago did you do your last one? Your last By the play. way, I've never said that publicly that I want to play Roxy on Broadway. So like I'm putting it out oh, there. Yeah. I'm like, well, yeah. me, me manifestation intuitives and I'm vibing that it's going to happen. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. And just, just your look too. You just, you exude her. <laughs> um, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. I, my last Broadway show was actually in 2008. Seven, uh, so a while ago, um, and it was one of the biggest flops on Broadway yet. Ooh. It was a huge flop, and it's like one of the best flops because it was the creators of Les Mis and Miss Saigon. It was their new show, and everyone oh. thought it was going to be like a huge hit. I mean, it was like a dream team. The cast was incredible. Stephanie J. Block was our lead. She had played Alphaba. She's from California. She'd be a great person for you guys to get on your show, by the way. Noelle has been mentored by her. Okay, great. So yeah. So Stephanie is amazing and she's a dear friend. And so she, and she just, it was, and the story was really, it was, it was the Lamez and Miss Saigon creators and then the producers of Riverdance. So if you think about those people together, you're like, oh, this show's going to be a hit. Everybody was like, all hits. Yeah we're going to be able to buy a house. People are going to be paying college for their kids. Like everyone was like ready to like hunker into this show. Yeah. And it was a story about Grace O'Malley. It was called the pirate queen. And it was a beautiful story, but it just didn't come together. The, the simple, the story itself, they couldn't quite tell the story in, in a clear way. And it just goes back to like very simple storytelling. And so that being said, like the producers were amazing they treated us incredibly. We had an incredible process of, I got to really see a show like from, I mean, I started, I was in the original Broadway cast. So it was like creating it and then recreating it and then recreating it, taking a break, recreating it. I mean, we had so many different iterations of it and wow, it finally opened. And then it ran for maybe like, I don't know, like maybe three or four months. And then we closed and that 
that just that, but that job and that savings and then um, Wicked was was here out in Los Angeles and it freed me up to be able to come out here. And, and I ended up doing Wicked at the Pantages here in LA. Uh-huh. And that's what, that's what was, that's how I was able to like, you know, move across the country and buy a car and do all those things. That's so amazing. You know, to just have trusting performed the performed on stage at the Pantages. Was Adam Lambert in the cast then? He was. He was in the ensemble and oh he understudied Fero. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. love him. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah. He's amazing. He's just insanely talented. Yeah, we were with him when he was doing the whole American Idol process. Oh my god. He was like yeah. on the side doing it. Yeah. He was yeah, auditioning he was for it. So he's yeah, he's a special, he's a freak of nature, human being. Like what right. he could do with his yeah. voice. Um yeah. Uh, yeah, so that was uh, that. I got to do that in 2008, and then I decided to stay. I I had sublet my place in New York, and I decided to let it go. And I've been in Los Angeles since 2008. So um, yeah, and then I I jumped into film and TV, which is which was a whole whole process to go from theater into film and TV, and really like understanding that that shift as an artist. Um, was is that a long when you journey. met like Brianna yeah. and Aaron and it is and them? it is I met Brianna great story my ex-fiance did a movie with her in which she played a character named Alexis ah. in the jungle so in Panama that's how oh, they wow. met and she he was like talking about me this is before we were exes obviously and and she's like she's like this girl sounds cool like and so when they got back um she was like hey I you're cool, but like, I want to hang out with your girlfriend. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so he connected us and she, we all never forget my first date with Brianna was at um, that French restaurant on Beachwood Canyon. Like, Oh God, it's like a Franklin. It's like super famous. People talk about it all the time. Uh-huh. Ah, I can't think of the name of it anyway. And we had this amazing dinner and then I came outside and she said, I came outside and I did like a bot, like I did a leg kick and I like did like a dance move and she was like okay that girl's gonna be my friend so Aww. like we tell this she tells that story and she was like she's like you came outside and i just met you and you like kicked your leg and you did like a layout thing and i was like okay <laughs> this girl's gonna be my friend and literally i got off the phone with her 10 minutes before this um before we did this podcast Aww. so yeah she's one of my best friends and i love her dearly so that's so cute you, you you proved yourself by doing the kick that's all I guess it was. I think I just was like so happy to meet this awesome like girls girl, and I was just like, bah, <laughs> and she's like, I, I thought, okay, I got to be friends with this girl. Yeah, I love that you called it your date because that's what my one of my best friends, Kim. We we joke that our first date was we took our kids with us to to Taco Bell or Del Taco or something, and we're like, oh, there's the Del Taco, you know, like <laughs> that's amazing. Well, it's kind of true. I mean, you date your. Um, you, you kind of have to, especially once you become a mom, you really have to think about like dating your husband or dating your partner, or dating your friends, because it, yeah. it, it's finding that time, you know, c- carving that time out. It becomes so much more um, special to, to have that time. So yeah, right. I miss, I miss, she and I used to do Pilates together, all this kind of stuff. And like, so just recently we did a photo shoot together and we were just like, oh, I just, I miss you. Like I miss her. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, it makes it it makes you think like I know we have to like spend time going, who do I want to spend time with and intentionally yeah. make those dates or else yep. it doesn't happen. Yeah. And, 100%. It's, and you, you 
you know, Eden and I are like soul sisters. And luckily we don't live too far. Like one of my best, best friends, I only see her every few years because she's in Sweden. And so it's like, I look at other people. I'm like, you're so lucky because you just live like an hour away, you know? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Sweden. I've spent a lot of time in Sweden. I've gone three times to teach there and it's a magical place. I love Sweden. I I love Swedish people. Yeah. Yeah. They're so special it's, it's, people. I've been able to go a few times. Yeah. Um, so talk a little bit more about Broadway arts community. Cause I know that's something really big that you're doing and yes. involved with. Um, do you only work with kids and teens? Do you also work with adults? Like how does it all work? Yeah. So we really work with ages 13 and up. We do work with like some 12 year olds, like, you know, especially 12 year old act theater people. They're like basically 18. Um, but we work with, um, like 13 and up all ages, like uh, one of our long-term students is a, is a, I think she's 53 or 54. And she was um, in theater in her twenties and then had three kids and then just has coming, is coming back to it. Um, She had been in phantom at the Pantages actually. And, and on the first national tour. So we really do work with a wide age range. And really the whole thing is about community. It's in our name. It's Broadway and performing arts and community. And we call ourselves, we say Broadway arts community, but it's all about, but our little slogan is broader than Broadway because we're so much more about the holistic person and the holistic artist and not just like, what do I need to do to get on Broadway or to, you know, be on Broadway or who can I be to be on Broadway? It's like, it's, it's about who can I be to be the best version of myself and not, and Broadway can still be the dream, but um, we really like to uh, help people find their real authentic expression as an artist and their process and how to be specific for themselves. And, and then we create community. It's like how, how all these different artists are supporting each other through a very tough career and a very tough journey. It's not easy to be in this business. So you have to do it with people. So it's, um, yeah, we're really intentional about the types of programs we we run and the types of language we use around, um, you know, being a performer and having a career. Um, and so we call ourselves mentors because that's really what we are. Once you get in our family, the BAC family, like we, you have us for life. Um, so it's a really special thing that I've created, co-created with my best friend, my bestie who lives in New York, uh, Chrissy Whitehead. And she and I met my very first professional job, which was the first national tour of Fosse. We met in the airport about to take a flight to Japan and we have been like basically best friends ever since then. That's <laughs> cool. Yeah. Do you, yeah. Do you guys coach on, like, I know that, that we work with imperfectly perfect campaign and Glenn on his podcast, the imperfectly okay. perfect campaign podcast. He interviewed a guy who talks about his experience on Broadway, how he got so overwhelmed and burned out that he, he almost, went into this strange like mental health like not even depression it was almost like psychosis or something but then he talked about how he got out of it and learned how to balance everything this was when he was way younger Mm -hmm. um does that happen like how do you coach these people to um handle the stresses of being yeah I would say uh the answer is yes and I think the way we coach people to that through that is to how they develop very small daily practices that really don't even have anything directly to do with their like preparing a song or choosing this audition or making sure I can do a double turn, like that kind of stuff. It's more like 
from an early age. It's why we love work starting with people at 13 and just working them with them because it's like, what's your daily routine at 13? How are you incorporating breathing and visualization in your work to prepare you to even rehearse? So we really, that's why I say like we're broader than Broadway because it's really about the holistic approach to how much your mental health and state affects your creativity. It's like, and when you have to go, I need to take a break. And when you have to lean in, you know? And so I would say that I, I, it's part of the reason why I left New York and I left Broadway because the eight show a week schedule is so intense and so Mm -hmm. hard that if, and that's the other thing is we don't sugar, we don't like, we tell people like it is, which is why we don't normally work with like kids, kids, because they're not, a nine-year-old doesn't or eight-year-old doesn't need to hear it that way. But like at 13, 14, people are starting to hone in on what they really want to do. We, we, we want to be honest with people about what it takes to, to really um, pursue a career, not just the actual physical mental stress of eight shows a week, but then the ups and downs and the rejection and the constantly putting yourself out there and not knowing. And it's a, it's a very rigorous thing. So, so much of it is about, learning to where, how to start to even understand the process of building confidence from the inside out, reframing what success actually means and identifying your own personal like process of, of staying grounded and, and your community. Cause it's comes right. down to the community as to how you can get through it when you are feeling really down and, and confused and, and, you know, so that's yeah. how that answers your question. Yeah, totally. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember with this, I remember with this guy, I cannot think of his name right now, but um he one of the things that saved him was meditation, regular meditation. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So we 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 help we basically like I would not call myself a meditation teacher, but I definitely I I have a daily meditation practice and so does my partner, um Chrissy, my co-founder, and so like that is in, that's a part of every uh, uh, mentorship. We have this. We have two programs that really help people dive into it, and it's called our mentorship program. And we kind of have two versions of that, like our like higher priced version, and then a little bit more affordable version. And then um, we have an online course that we created that's like anybody can take at any level at any age. I would say twelve and up. Really, it's not really for like an eight or nine year old or ten year old, but. Um, but we incorporate meditation and we incorporate that into everything that we do, especially to, to set the stage for like, I'm ready to rehearse my song. You can't just like be on Instagram and then go, okay, now I'm going to rehearse. It's like, no, we have to, we have to step into a sacred space of like, how am I going to step into the, this character and the, and the shoes of this role and, and the circumstance of this song. And so it really is like a sacred thing that we, we create. And actually one of the other things we do is we do these classes and Chrissy's doing them in New York right now called sacred space. And there are super affordable kind of what we call community classes. She does them on Saturdays. Um, it's a two hour dance class. And then she does an acting class. And I've been doing the dance. I've been doing a dance class here in LA, but um, I'm taking a little pause for now, but she's still doing it through the end of the year. And it's like, uh, it's only 20 bucks. And then the acting class is I think 40 bucks. So it's like, it's just a very affordable way, but it's called sacred space. And it really is like, we are creating the space of creativity to step in and do the work. Um, I feel like I'm talking so much, but I know that's the point. Our mentor <laughs> and, and our men, my mentor Anne Ranking, who was Bob Fosse's muse, her big slogan was the joy is in the work. And as I get older, understanding what that is, and even the joy in the work of motherhood, which is like legit work, <laughs> mm-hmm. like finding the joy in the work 
and not so much and the process and like I could I've intellectually said that I've regurgitated that for years like okay it's all about the process under the journey but like to actually start to put that into my cells and and understand what that means and then to try to mentor and teach that is is kind of like my purpose right now so that's awesome you sound very passionate about it and yeah (laughs) yeah and everything you're doing it's so important and I I don't think enough people are are putting that out there for our young well yeah (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I think it's a, I think the arts lends itself to that, to the process. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's what, if it's not even really about whether or not your kids, your kid ends up becoming a Broadway performer or a TV star. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with, did this person like grow into a more confident human being? Did they learn about themselves? Did they get more attuned to what their mental state and processes of being grounded? You know, to me, I think the arts, edu- arts education is, and is like a huge component of that. So, yeah, it's like um, getting aligned with your true self, Absolutely, wherever it takes you at that. I couldn't have said it better. Getting aligned with your true self. Yep. And like Brene Brown says, you know, like you creativity is, is a space in which to find that. And every person has a creative nature because that's just we're human beings, whether or not you are a performer or an actor by trade, it's like every person is a cre- is creative because we yeah. are that's just our nature as human beings so right and making sure you have you know people don't think about it a lot but there's there's self-expression and if you're not letting out some sort of self-expression a lot of times you're just repressing emotions and feelings and i hear it so often with clients that say i used to love to paint i used to love to dance i used to be mm. good at that and it's like, well, wait a minute. Why aren't you still? Um, I don't know. Mm. Oh, yeah. And so encouraging them, like, it's never too late. Like, why not? You know, go do that. Yeah. Play. Go, go paint just for fun, you know, or whatever. But it's, it's, they don't realize like, it's also just, um, it's like your self care. You know what I mean? Totally. It's tuning into who you are so you can be better for yourself and everybody else. I know. I know. And that is, that is a, that's a real lesson in learning how to time manage that. Cause I would say that that's been um, one of my biggest challenges in life has been time management and, and scheduling time for downtime. Like today was a perfect example of that. I, I have been really burning the candle at both ends, partly because we've, my husband and I made the decision that we're going to move to Florida for a few months oh, nice. to be with, yeah, to be with my family and for lots of different reasons. And, um, and so we're kind of just packing up and going. And so I, I knew, I know we're leaving. So I'm like shooting this and choreographing that and all these auditions and like, just going, 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 going. And then I just like, I was like, oh my gosh, I am not okay. Like I am short. I am noticing that I'm making bad food choices. Like I could just feel like something off in me. And I was supposed to teach this morning and then have office hours with my co-founder. And I just like, luckily my client canceled because she wasn't feeling well. And I was like, I'm so sorry you're feeling well, but like that timing couldn't have worked out for me. <laughs> it always um, works out that way. I know. And then I told my co-founder, I was like, I'm so sorry, but like, I cannot, I can't, I can't do it today. Like I literally just need a day where I don't. In. Well, but you know what? I knew that like, this was really important and. And she totally understood like this was important to me and this had been scheduled. And I was like, if I'm going to be able to give in this 
hour. Like I need to take some time today. Mm-hmm. And I just like, I walked to Trader Joe's. I came home and I cooked a, a cabbage soup and I made a kale tahini salad. And I was like, oh my God, this is just what I needed today. I right. walked to my husband's office where we could have this. And like that time, like, just, I feel so much lighter and now I'm going to be a much better wife and mom when I get home. <laughs> yeah. I just love that you just admitted that because I always find it refreshing when people, anyone, um, you know, in, if they're in the public eye, especially cause a lot of times there's this image of perfection and you're definitely very, very down to earth and real. Um, but you know, that's how a lot of people see people on Mm -hmm. TV. Um, And so when you can be honest and go, this is how my day was, this is what I did. We're like, oh, we're not alone. We all get like that. You know what I mean? Like today, today I have been doing so much and did so much that I just laid down and put on meditation music for like an hour and 20 minutes. And I had those little guilt feelings pop in and I'm like, this is me refueling. No, I'm not going to listen to those thoughts. You know what I mean? Like you've got to do that if you can figure it out, you know? I know, I know. And it's not, I mean, I'm very grateful that I have like help with my kid, you know, I mean, people who don't have like consistent childcare. I mean, that's where it's like, someday I feel like I want to create some sort of like commune for women to just like, you know, was it really does take a village to take care of, especially little, little, little children, you know, like that need help all day long, you know? So, um, yeah, so I I really value um, any child any any anybody in the childcare industry. Like I just I bow down to yes. them because it makes it makes uh, it makes life possible. So absolutely, yeah. I agree. Well, we yeah. loved you and love you, and I'm happy to have you on the show. Thank and you. I know everyone's going to get so much out of this, and especially that it's you know, the holidays and we're all going to watch this movie coming out. So can you remind us again about the movie, when it's coming out, how to find you, how yes, to find yes. Arts community, all of that. Yes. All the things. So, um, uh, the movie is Christmas again on Disney channel and it will be on Disney plus, um, and it's out December 3rd. Um, and so, uh, I think it'll, and there's commercials running and hopefully you all see what on Disney channel. And then you can follow me on Instagram at, at Alexis, A-L-E-X-I-S, A-Garra, C-A-R-R-A, Alexis A-Cara, Garra. Um, and then my company, Broadway Arts Community is all at Broadway, B-R-O-A-D-Y, Arts Community. And, um, yeah, broadwayartscommunity.com, alexiscara.com, all the things, um, I try to post fun content. So, you know, but, um, as real life as possible, but um, I try not to be on my phone too much too. So, but thank you so much. I love what you ladies are up to. And I, I, I did, I listened to Aaron and Brianna's episode. Uh, so, yeah, um, we're still, we're still supposed to go hang out with Aaron and further our, our deep conversation. So we have to make that work eventually. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's, uh, an incredible human being. So, um, and has a lot of, intuitive powers and things right. yeah, <laughs> um but yeah but 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 thank you and i i'm i'm grateful to your listeners and you ladies are awesome thank you for having me i really appreciate it thank oh, you you're awesome too all <laughs> right everybody thank, thank you. you for listening and bye we'll hear you and see you and all of that in the next episode take care bye bye Thank you.
thank you for listening to Talk Purpose and Truth podcast. Find out more at talkpurposeandtruth.com. And follow us at Talk Purpose Truth on Instagram and Facebook.